0: Welcome to Life and Transition Experts podcast, a community of professionals, entrepreneurs, and service providers committed to growing their business by serving others through life's biggest challenges, including probate, estate planning, and small business growth. Join the Life in Transition Experts Facebook group and YouTube channel for free resources, tips, and strategies to help let your light shine. Hosted by Courtney Rollins, the Durham, North Carolina probate expert. All right, let's dive headfirst into this episode.
1: hey what is going on out here live like a tv reporter out here at the durham county court office clerk's superior court i need to get that title down Um, but i'm here just to share with you all or share with you what i do i go to the courthouse house about twice a week and i'm searching for uh folks who are experiencing probate folks who need support and need to help um it's pretty probate is not the most exciting thing for people to be a part of Um, There are really three main reasons why probate is really not the most exciting or or, or, um, thing that I would just highly encourage you all to avoid. One is that it is a public affair. Like now I'm grateful that it's public because I get to access this data and try to find people to support and help. Um, But sometimes you may not want all your information out there. Some of the more um, popular or known folks who are going through probate are like Prince's Estate or Jimi Hendrix or people in the past, some famous folks who were some very... Public things that probably shouldn't be public uh, have become public, and it's really caused a lot of stress in the family and within um, just all the people who are managing and trying to deal with those. Tried to deal with those estates, so it's public. It's also, it also can be very lengthy. There's at least in, four, in North Carolina, four months period that you'll have to wait based on the notice of uh, to creditors, because when someone passes away in a probate, this is the chance for the estate to be settled for folks who have debt against the estate to uh, have that reconciled. So there needs to be a certain amount of time that has to be observed for that to take place, and that's why it's going to create a longer process. And then number three, it is costly. All the filing fees, all the administration, I highly recommend that you do find representation from an attorney, even though you don't need to. I mean, not required. It's highly recommended. That still adds up and becomes expensive. So um, those are three reasons it's public, it's pricey, and it's lengthy that I highly encourage you to. To attempt to avoid probate, but also encourage you to find how you know a probate specialist uh, like the State Pro Service that can really help you streamline the process. That'll help you spend less time in front of the attorney, find the right attorney for you if you so choose a side attorney, help you see the steps because I'm an expert. That does not mean that I know everything, it means that I'm dedicated to to learning and growing more and sharing my experience. In fact, I'm not an attorney or a financial advisor and not giving that advice, but I am sharing my experience. And to have someone who can sit with you and know what the next steps are, what paperwork is done, what to look out for, frequently asked questions, and how to deal with even unique situations is going to help you in uh, more ways you can. If you're listening to my podcast, just note that, hey, this is uh, is live, so I'm right here on the streets of (laughs) Durham. How you doing, sir? All right. Uh, but also, just let you know that when I come down to the office, uh, it allows me to, again, find folks who need support and need help. I feel like there was something else I was going to say. Oh, I just actually met with an awesome, um, I guess, new lead or family or person I'm supporting, helping, a personal representative. Uh, I just picked up the keys from her. I'm actually, looks like I'm about to buy a mobile home. Uh, she has a mobile home that she inherited. She lives about two hours away from it. It is not something that she wants to maintain. I did present different options to her after listening, uh, options where she could keep the property and turn it into an investment property. That was the number one thing I was really pushing for. I really I want to encourage you know uh, people having assets, but I would encourage her to take that asset and put it into a trust so that she can avoid probate in the future. But regardless, that was not viable for her. Um, selling it, uh, listing it and selling it. Uh, traditional route was not available for her because of the real estate commissions and other things that she was didn't want to, um, to deal with so she decided that a speed and convenient uh, sale to a cash buyer such as me uh, is was viable for her. so that's what we did and now I just picked up the keys from her oh that's what I was getting to and so she asked me what are the next steps so you may be wondering what's the next steps if you are with a cash buyer or someone's buying your property um, Regardless of how they're buying it. And so as I explained to her, there's really concurrently two things that I'm doing one We're going ahead and send over the paperwork to the closing attorney to the title company How you doing so they can get the process rolling? They'll be contacting her within 24 hours to get any information they need from her to set up the closing They're verifying that the title is clear so that I can or that my or my partner Whoever takes on the property knows that we have clear free title at the same time. I'm running up uh, to the property, and I'm going to take some more pictures and share with my contractors, my other partners. How you doing? Hey there. How you doing there? All right. And then um, so that, and so I can schedule the inspection because I want to make sure that I'm buying what I'm buying, make sure no surprises come up. And if I decide to sell the prop or sell the contract, that's one of the exit strategies. Uh, then at least I have some material that I can show with potential partners or buyers. And so those are the next steps. And let her know that for the next several weeks, it should take about seven to 21 days for us to close. Maybe sooner. Very rarely um, longer than that. But for the next several weeks, I'll be contacting her at least once or twice a week, over-communicating, making sure she knows uh, what the next steps are. All right. So just want to let you all know what it looks like. Um, really, I just want to put some content out here to really document my journey. I want to do some more live-in-the-field type stuff. And I see... There it is. I see my man Javon is working hard on Slack with some messages for me. So let me get over to check out what my team member Javon's talking about. Other than that, appreciate you checking out the Life and Transitions Experts Podcast. Let your light shine. Cheers.
0: Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Life and Transition Experts Podcast. Please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you prefer to listen to your podcasts. Also, remember to join the Life in Transition Experts Facebook group to help us continue to grow and reach others. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode.